Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married! Today we're going to be discussing uh, our second Nora Roberts book. We're going to be discussing uh, the third book in her uh, Circle Trilogy. Yeah. Which is called Valley of Silence. A lot of magic. uh, Shapeshifters. Sorcerers. Yeah, I would say Vampires. this is really the first supernatural. I know the Dead Romantics had the ghost in it, but this is like truly supernatural. Well, and also um, Jane Eyre had some ghosts. Uh, maybe a hint of ghosts. It wasn't like mm-hmm. this one where it's like non-human. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Creatures. I mean, you didn't mention vampires, which are like the... Yeah. I did mention know. vampires. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't think you vampires. named vampires. So, yep. And it's our first trilogy, like where you're reading the third in the trilogy. Mm-hmm. We've read loosely connected books before, but that's a little different than when Nora writes a trilogy where it actually takes three books to tell the story. Yeah. Well. And what do we have? I assume it's a whiskey drink. It's a vamp. It's a. It is. It's a whiskey drink, and it's a a vampire cocktail. And what is a vampire cocktail? I can definitely taste the whiskey. It is whiskey forward. Yeah. <laughs> tastes like it has a little cinnamon, but I think that's the whiskey. Yeah. Um. It's a some drambouille too. And okay. A uh, vermouth. I mean, not bad. I like it. Just mm-hmm. very whiskey forward. Yep. So uh, I'm here to learn. Oh, are you? Um, well, I I hope that that's true. Since you read the book, you're supposed to learn as you read, not just as we talk. Yeah. This is a little bit older. I think it was like 2006. 2006, correct. So it's older than some of the ones we've read. Yeah. Um, And I've read this trilogy multiple times, probably at least four times. So I'm very interested with the deeper levels of these. I mean... What are you talking about? It's good and evil, light and dark. The heroes fight the villains and vanquish them. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's all there is. There is no deeper level. Well, I don't know what deeper level you're looking for. I mean, that's. Are there deeper levels? Um, again, I mean, that's the, that's what it's about. It's about good and evil. It's the same reason people would watch superheroes, Mm -hmm. um, that. Yeah. And there's love, and that love makes you stronger and more powerful than you would be without it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know that it needs to be deeper than that. Okay. So. Okay, so not. Yeah. I feel like there's, like, some judgment here that I'm not liking. (laughs) See, this is why I don't tell you my feelings on the books before we get to the podcast. Yeah, but I You already come in with all your defenses up. No, you're like, oh, is there a deeper level? I don't remember you asking that before well i just i did get the deeper level i and i tried to think i thought maybe vampires i was thinking today i've been thinking a lot about vampires and like what 
did they symbolize to begin with? And I think unmoored from like some serious Judeo-Christian values, vampires are meaningless. They don't mean anything. Now, what do you mean? I mean, they're a monster. But that, not in this story. Their, human, you, this their story. humanity is taken away. But not in this story. In this story, the the love interest is a vampire. Yeah, but so. the uh, but he's caught in between. You know, he's not human, but he, and he's a vampire. But he's like not like most of the vampires. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been called back to his his roots and to his family, and he's struggling with he that. Is struggling, yeah. So I mean. I don't really know what you mean. I mean, monst- vampires are an old legend. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, a lot of what they talk about, like when they're talking about like losing your soul and going to hell, right? right? He says that a lot. He says he he's going to go to hell. Is that a vampire thing? Are all vampires going to hell? Is that the deal? Well, don't you think that's like a Nora idea? About I, I vampires. Oh, I thought it was a thing that must have been known. Well, they've been, right? They're damned. Like, there's, like, a vampire story that's called, like, Queen of the Damned or something. Right. Yeah, I mean, because they've lost their humanity. They've lost their soul. Wasn't, wasn't the, like, the vampires came from, like, the real, count, some count in Eastern Europe who used to do terrible things to people, yeah. right? Put Like, mm-hmm. put them up on stakes to, like, die and stuff. Yeah. It was said to drink their blood, their right. enemy's blood, right? I, I'm just interested. You know, there are there is a reason for these myths that we okay. create. There, like every myth I have come across that just happens to be in culture has like some interesting reasons behind it. And so I'm wondering if those reasons play into the story. Because I don't actually know much about vampires. I haven't read any vampire stories. Well, now you I'm not have. sure I've really seen too many vampire movies. No, not Buffy. No, I didn't watch Buffy. Oh, it's no. too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean... I, I haven't like studied vampire lore either. So you got like vampires and you got magic. And in some cases, like I think you can you can derive deeper meaning out of that. Like you infuse it in a story and suddenly there is some something that you can take away in our non-magical life that you couldn't take away in a non-magical story. Like, is there a reason? Did Nora get bored and she just decided, oh, I'm just going to write a vampire story? You think that's what happened? I mean, I think she likes magic. I think she thinks it's, I mean, it's more adventurous than a regular contemporary romance. I mean, she has lots of stories with magic in them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she thought there was a deeper meaning um, beyond the exploration of something more than what we see in everyday life and that it's more interesting, more fun, more adventurous, more Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's an opportunity to better talk about dark and light, good and evil. Because mm-hmm. that's like all of her trilogies are battles between good and evil. Right. And there's always some type of magic in them. Mm. And that as you, and a lot of the women in the stories, it's only through their kind of getting to know themselves that they find the magic. A lot of them, well, no, that's not true. There's always at least one or two characters who haven't fully explored their, their power, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's always a battle with some evil force. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's more like, unnamed than this this was very concrete in a way because there was clearly a a lead vampire yeah but it's she these are they're always like this lilith that lilith yeah good thing we didn't name our daughter lilith (laughs) (laughs) she's lillian so that's different that's different yes um lilith so Lilith was a temporal priestess. Yeah. In ancient Greece, maybe? That's how I read it. I mean. Tending a temple. And then a vampire got her. And then there are gods in this. The gods are like sort of like in and out mm-hmm. of play. And then I'm not sure. Maybe I missed it. Or maybe it's just within the previous books. Like they're, they talk about modern stuff. Like they're from New York and Chicago. Oh, and so in the beginning, in the first book, yeah. Hoyt, the main sorcerer, you know, right. Kean's brother, um, is in, you know, 1200s or whatever mm-hmm. and gets um, from the gods is told that he needs to go through the portal and find the other five. Oh. And so he goes through a portal to New York City which is modern time, and he meets, he finds his brother. Okay. And at the same time, Glenna, the witch, is brought. Why is he living so long? Magic. He just, he's a magical thing. Who? He, uh, Hoyt. He didn't live long. So he's He went dead. through a time portal. Oh, he's alive. Still. He's alive, but he like magically went through the portal and became, and came. Who, the gods told him to do this? Yes. Okay. They were called by the gods, the circle. Okay. And so it's not like he actually lived long. The only one that lived long is Kian, the vampire. Is this all just like in ancient Ireland? Is that what it is, medieval I do think she, you know, I don't know if I told you that she's really interested in Ireland. Well, Um, I'd take that from. But so a lot of her um, trilogies have some aspect of Ireland. Irish culture, I think Irish myth and legend too, mm-hmm. um, that are woven in. So that's how I read it. I mean, they went to modern day Ireland too, mm-hmm. in one of the in two of the books, right? They were already not the, the one that we just read. No, they were in Guile. Yeah, Guile. What is Guile? Is Guile it's like another realm, another it's, world? It's not. A, it's not part of the world with New York City. No, it's another world. Uh. And okay. so, and they alluded to it. They said they're my world or your world, and we're going to go through the portal. And like, there's some portal movements mm-hmm. in this. Thing. Yeah, that's how they get. 
that's how they all came together because they were living in different times and different worlds, but they needed to connect to be able to yeah. save the worlds, all the worlds. Huh. Okay. <laughs> well, I, you know, it, it's not that different from, you know, I, I think the most satisfying fantasy that I've ever read was the Narnia Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And I read all of them to I know Lily. you did. I know you did. And so, but there was, there was like deeper meeting and they go through, they go through a, a portal basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and there's another world. Yeah. There's another world. And there's a point at which they like go into a, a realm. I think I remember where there are like multiple worlds that they can go into. It's like this high. Yeah. I mean, realm. you read all, I've not read all of the Narnia books, so I don't know as much. Yeah. Um, I read the Harry Potter series to mm-hmm. Lily and that didn't have as much to it, but it still had some like moral, important moral stories to tell. I think you liked it because it was very school centric and it was about like trying to be. I liked it for the same reason I like all books. It's. But it was like there's the friendship and there's the battle between. No, there's the battle between good and evil. I love stories of good and evil Mm -hmm. and good triumphing over evil. I love that. That's that's what Harry Potter is too. Yeah, good and evil. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing for Narnia. Yeah. But you wouldn't say that they all are, um, have similar concepts of good and evil. No, not necessarily. Um, well, Narnia is a very um, Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a parable. I mean, I, I like magic. I like... I like especially the idea that magic can be real, you know, that there can be magic in your everyday life. That's why I was so drawn to the transcendentalists, you know, when I was in college. Mm -hmm. I was, like, very much interested in this idea that with the right outlook, you could find magic in everyday life. And I think that's what literature does. And so I I don't mind magic. I just want there to be a point to the magic. But there is a point. It's But just good and evil and entertainment is not enough. And I'm not sure like we've discussed what the what the larger point of the magic is. I don't know if it's the same I mean, I don't really know that it has to be more. Honestly, it's supposed to be fun to read. It's supposed to be about relationships. That's what it's about. It's Nora. It is about relationships. And so she's using mythical stories and magic to tell that. But I don't, I mean, why does it have to have a greater purpose than that? Well, I guess I just want to, I guess then I I wonder where, where I see myself in that story. A lot of times, don't isn't that what you do? That's what I do. I put myself in the place of. But don't you the like being brave and calling on whatever skills you have to to fight against something 
bad and to know that you have like other people that you're fighting with. Again, you're going back to good and evil. So let's talk about one of the main um, struggles within the novel, which is Cian, 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 um, does not knows that being involved with Moira mm-hmm. is going to lead to heartbreak because he is immortal or close to immortal, and she is mortal. Right. right, she's human. She's going to get old. And, and she know, he knows that within 10 to 20 years, she's going to age and he's going to look the same and he's already been through it and he doesn't want to do it. But he's so drawn to her. What is somebody who's not grappling with immortal issues going to take from that on a metaphorical level? I mean... That don't you think there's just something to be said, though, for knowing that the time you have is worth it and that they want that it was worth it for them to be together, even if it was going to be sad and they didn't think there was a way that it would be permanent. Mm. And doesn't that matter? Our feelings are so fickle, Ashley. I don't know. What are you talking about? They're so fickle. They're not. Oh, you know, if I if I was constantly guided by my heart and not my head, that would be probably be a bad thing. Well, then you're not the right reader of romance because that's the whole point is that the heart matters. It matters, but it's it's just part. It's part of a deeper thing with that that I'm talking about that I, we've talked about throughout the whole podcast, which is there's a body and soul. There's an animal part and a human part. There is. There, it's those things put together that, that makes romance. But they connected all those different le- levels. They had the whole conversation about plumbing and all of, and she was te- she was listening to him talk about his life and his experiences because she, you know, she hadn't had them and. And she saw beyond, like, the elder of him. Like, just, she, I don't know. Was that conversation about plumbing? Like, You know, I love stuff like that, where you just spend time together and talk and enjoy each other. I love that. This is interesting. Why? you're You're just so defensive about this. I don't know why. Well, because... It's supposed to be a romantic story. Well, I'm interested in why you found it romantic. I didn't find it romantic at all. You you know that already. That's why you came in I mean, feeling he defensive. Says, if my heart could beat, it would beat for you. That's right. romantic. Oh, I get that. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take away from that. And the guys, Just that there's the guys love nine, out there the like that. Nine hundred years old. There's love out there like that. That is that powerful that it can be more than just the concerns of everyday life Mm -hmm. why is that not romantic yeah that in a time of great trials and war and fear you 
can find love and love doesn't make you weaker. It makes you stronger. It makes you more powerful. It makes you better able to fight. That's romantic. It may not be our life because like we're not fighting wars and things. So for whom the bell tolls, it turns out was very romantic. Like I said, no, in our first because podcast. It, this has a happy ending. <laughs> well, it, so any war story with a happy ending. It could be. It depends on if there's romance in it. There's romance in For Whom the Bell Tolls. Maria, Maria, Maria. (laughs) I mean, maybe we can read it. We'll see. (laughs) You probably would think it was romantic. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean... the the thing that turned me off, and I, you know, I was only halfway through the novel, was there was a lot of rape, and like the bad, the bad, the villain of the novel goes and like massacres a family and turns the little six year old boy into a vampire, and then raises him to be like the the worst villain of the the whole novel. He does a bunch of like really disgusting stuff. Well, I don't know that he's a worse villain than his than Lilith, but Oh, he's he's well because they show him being bad. so yes. young. They and don't, like he doesn't he has like this He uses his He has like the worst parts looks. of a child's personality. And he's that supposed to be he older. Uses... And, then, and then also they mention that like he's a lover of Lilith's too. They mention that a, a number of times. Well, I mean, they're supposed to be, you know, That's really That's just bad. really disgusting to me. It's just the whole thing was so disturbing that they're on vacation in Jamaica and she just goes and massacres the whole family. And then it's all about like, it's just so weird to me that you're like reading this and you're like, oh, this is so romantic. You know, two chapters later, when they're like banging in the castle, and like, well, I think they're did making you, love. Did in you the forget? Castle. Did you forget that like two chapters? No, before? it's all set against this backdrop of fear because there's this. What is it with, with women? You and your SVU and these disgusting, crazy. You just sort of read them, and I'm like, oh, this is life. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, maybe it's that you want people out there fighting demons. Not literal demons, but, like, the bad guys. You Mm -hmm. wanted them to do that. And so these stories are people who are. Mm -hmm. And they win. I mean, that's not always true of Law & Order, but sometimes true. Yeah, and your true crime stuff. What is it with women and all this stuff? You know, men don't listen to, like... True crime. I'm sure they watch some. Not as much. Maybe not true crime. It's like a it's it's a meme. It's but it's partly like you have to be prepared. Better to know what's out there and what you need to be prepared for. So strange. But I mean, this is. I mean, this is. It's romance and it's family. That's what it is. It's the relationships. They're all so good, and you just like you want to imagine that that. Is what life could be like. I mean, not the like fighting vampires and being in mortal danger all the time. That part is scary, but. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know I have recurring nightmares about vampires, and I've had them since I was in probably, since I was a kid. I remember. I used to have this recurring dream that I was living in my house that I lived in until middle school. And I would have this dream that I was running around outside hiding behind trash cans, trying to keep away from the vampires. And I don't know why, because I also didn't watch a lot of vampire stuff. I mean, I watched Buffy, but only the movie. I couldn't watch the show. It was just too much. Um, so I've always had that. I mean, not even that long ago. Maybe a couple months ago, I had a nightmare where I was, like, caught in this vampire war. And I was super scared. <laughs> and I, like, couldn't – every time I'd wake up, I didn't even want to go to sleep anymore because it kept coming back, mm. haunting me. So I've always had this. Fear. Strange. And then you read a novel and you really liked it that had a vampire as the love interest. Yeah, but he is. I mean, during the novel, he has an episode where he almost like bites the shapeshifter. He doesn't almost bite him. He, he fights against his, his nature. His eyes get red and he starts getting the like the bloodlust. I know, but he fights it off. So that, his that better is an nature almost. prevails. Yeah, but that isn't. But he didn't ever try. He he had. He the, didn't try, he but had he almost the impulse, did. But he yeah. fought it. So yet again, you can fight your worst impulses, right? Like he he fought them, and he was able to be. He was able to triumph, but only because he had other people around him that were helping him. Whether it was Larkin, the shapeshifter, or remember he heard Moira's voice when mm. he was. Trying to fight it off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know why I enjoy those, considering that I don't really have situations like that in my life. But I do. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well. And she wasn't forced to do anything. I would have thought you would have liked that. She was, like, in charge of her, her, you know, what she wanted. She went to him. Pushed him into it, not, you know, she wasn't, like, getting into a situation where she was forced to I, do anything. I hadn't, oh, I hadn't considered that his vampirish nature could be a metaphor for some sort of addiction or deep vice that you can I hadn't either until I was pushed to try to think about what was going and on. And so I like that idea. I dislike the idea that love can help you overcome. Because <laughs> I think my experience in real life is that actually... But aren't human relationships and connections important? And you used yes, to say that community. you used to say that like the loss of all the or Van even used to say that like the loss of all the relationships. It's isolation, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um I think community is important. I think the idea that a some sort of deep relationship can be like an antidote to that is actually a really bad idea and destructive and actually yeah causes the sorts of problems that we've seen because we've, you know, been around people who've dealt with um, really tough addictions. But you got to think, this was going on for a long time, this novel. Like, I mean, you didn't read the two before it. Mm -hmm. So he was 
like building this community over much mm. time. And it wasn't until the third book where he okay. has this relationship. Well, I like that. I like that idea then. I mean, hmm. that's, that's a good idea. I didn't really thought about that. Um, good. Glad mm. I could push you to think a little bit more. Even though you did tell me you despised the book. Well, it's not as bad as Outlander, but, <laughs> you know. Anytime there's, like, child abuse and it's and it doesn't, just doesn't really have a reason for it. I mean, it's one thing if it's Mortman and, like, there's one scene and it's pretty terrible, but, like, the author gives it its due. You know, it's sort of like, we're going to take you to the dark place and you're going to see this thing. Yeah. But it's, so you understand what's going on with this character who's important for a love story mm-hmm. that's happening in the novel. And this is why she is this way, because this happened to her. And so we're going to do that. I can't help but feel like in this case... The child abuse was just to show how bad Lilith was. I was it's just to show how bad, how yeah, depraved how, how and sick she, she is. I would agree with that, that that was the purpose of it. So then I just, I mean, he wasn't, then I feel like he wasn't, anybody who's actually suffered from child abuse or lost their parents is going to read that and be like, please don't use the tragedy of my life to like further your plot. Well, I don't you know, know if people would react that way, but I'm not sure he was even necessary to the book. The right, boy. Like, right. she was already coming for him because he had bet- turned his back on, you know, vampires. Is that what, it, I didn't, I mean, you got the sense that that was the reason, but like, she also turned him into a vampire. She was the one who turned him into a vampire, Yes, right? and you didn't see that part. Yeah, but we, he, they saw it. It was in that novel. Yeah, he, yeah, that's the only time you see her, the actual experience of being turned. But you see, like he was at a bar, and she just like came, picked him up, and. But it, what kind of? It was a. It was like a tavern, an old medieval yeah, tavern, it's like right? Because it was in the 1200s, tw- eleven. Okay. Yeah, it's like. Um. And. But she like put him out, so it's questioning. Like you question whether she already knew that somehow that family was related to this future prophecy. Because she then, like, turned him loose to try to attack his brother. Mm-hmm. And she left him alone. Like, abandoned him. That's what mm-hmm. you get in there. Like, that she abandoned him. And then, but then he obviously betrayed all vampire kind by joining up with his brother and the rest of the circle. And she also knew that they were the ones who were prophesied or whatever to end her or to be in the final Even battle. Even though her sorcerer told her other way. Was her sorcerer also a vampire? No, he was a sorcerer. Oh. Like a Hoyt. Black magic. Yeah. Okay. Black versus yeah, light and dark, right? Hoyt is battling her sorcerer. <laughs> okay. Um. Hmm. Well, so 
And then I guess the logical question would be if we're reading a novel that's about both restraining your nature and giving in to what your nature tells you to do, how do you know what the right thing is? Maybe you don't. I mean, on the one hand, he spent 900 years variously giving in to his nature but he had, and not. He had sworn off humans way before this I understand. Event. But so like, he had already... But even, but even if he had sworn off humans for eating that, eating the feasting on their blood. <laughs> um, he didn't swear off sleeping with women. No, but that's a whole different thing. I mean, well, there are plenty saying, of there, men that sleep with a This is a whole other aspect of the the novel, which I spent my time thinking about. I think for women and for popular culture today and for Nora Roberts, vampires... Um, represent seduction, and it's oh, actually for, brought I told up you that over last and week. over. Yeah, that it's like central. Like vampires are of the night. There, but seduction itself is different than like sensual. I'm talking about the act of seducing someone. Yeah, but he didn't seduce her, right? But he was a seducer and very talented in the bedroom. Well, I mean, obviously, who wants to read a book about someone who isn't talented in the bedroom? Well, he's had 900 years to hone his skills, right? Right. And he's always been so the same age. So she's lucky. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's like, in his, he's like 20-something. Right. <laughs> so, but he didn't seduce her. She came to him. Mm-hmm. So still, he was not going to give in. But he did. Yeah, but I mean, and it didn't take much. Let's be honest; it took a couple of no's, and then it became yes, and then yeah. But we already and knew, they were banging. Didn't we already know he loved her at that? Like it was like very clear. Like he loved her even before, because there was something where yeah. it was like yeah. So it was like we knew he, which is loved I'm her. sure I've got that highlighted in blue because I don't like it when they spell it out. Like I love her. He thought I love her. Like he, they say that a few times, and I'm like, "Come on!" It didn't bother me so much because it's not like he was going to tell anybody or do anything because he was very contained. Like he had to control. Keep he was like a very controlled. So that's character. The, that's the question. It goes back to the question I just asked: When do you give in to your desires, and when do you suppress your desires? Well, it's about right. Like some desires are destructive, and some aren't. He was sure that this was destructive, know, but, but then he, he was rewarded for it. But Well, no, he was rewarded for battling his nature and no, fighting was, on the side of good. He was rewarded for that. But he was rewarded in a way that rewarded his giving in to Moira. Yeah, because Moira's he advancing. loved her. Because they were in love. Like, they were meant to be together. Mm-hmm. So it's just love. Like, when you know you're in love, you just go with that, and then... Well, no, because the vampires loved, remember? But they had a weird, twisted love. Did they love? That's what everybody in the... That was what the book said. She loved Davy, the little boy. She, after a fashion, loved the woman. Lola or whatever? Laura. 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 She's French. 
Um, Who's Lara anyway? Who is she? She's just sort of there. But you didn't read the other books. Like she has a huge battle with Blair, the vampire hunter, mm. in the previous book because she's like a very old vampire as well. Like Kian already knew her, mm. and she like almost killed Blair in the previous book. Mm. That's why she was being nursed because Blair threw holy water on her and burned her face. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is she would she heal again? Not fully. She'll never heal once you get she holy water. She had scars, remember? Yeah. Because oh. you can actually kill a vampire, I believe, with holy water. Mm. Or wooden stakes through the heart. That or seemed slice the their preferred. head off. Oh, slice their That's head why off. in the final battle you saw a combination, like slicing heads, staking. Okay. Because you can't miss. You have to stake the heart. Right. I mean, I knew that from Buffy, so. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, is this the first vampire novel you've ever read? I'm sure. Well, then I'm going to count it as a win <laughs> that you read it. <laughs> and you're sitting here discussing vampires and witches. But you didn't think it was cool when, like, the vamp- the witches, the sorcerer, and the bad sorcerer were fighting. And it was, like, white and black magic meeting. And it was, like, this huge battle on the hill. And then when he grabs the hand of his love... They have enough power to defeat. <laughs> Were you the like, oh, are... that just touched me? Yeah, it's like so great. I can't believe you don't think it is. Mm. It doesn't like inspire you. It doesn't make you think, wow. It's so foreign, and I didn't know how to think of it in terms of what my everyday life is like. Yeah, yeah it's about. You could do, you have this person by your side and you can do whatever it takes to defeat evil. Mm-hmm. It's like the best. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't know where we're supposed I mean, so the celebration of finding love is great. Like, but what are we supposed to take from it if we're for example, exploring romance novels to know what romance is. Well, I mean, don't you think the end when he gets to go back to her and it's like growing old together and they walk in the garden together at the end of the at the end of the story and they just love each other just as much and it doesn't matter that they're old and No, I mean, gray. he didn't like his life. His life was terrible. But hers wasn't. And he thought he was damned for eternity to be what he was. And then he was redeemed. And then he wasn't. So there's that. I mean, he was redeemed. He he got to go back and be human. Mm-hmm. And being immortal, being almost immortal, never dying, right. wasn't worth it. Like being with his love was. Well, he never wanted old. to be it in the first place. She just, Lilith just turned him into it. I don't think anybody would choose that. Yeah, but he was, well, maybe that's the point, that you wouldn't, even if you think you might. But he was rich yeah, nobody and can, nobody. successful and learned a ton of languages, which, you know, I have to admit, I do love that. Like, that is so, that's, like, my thing is, like, the intellectual person. Like, he, like, knew all these things. He knew all these languages. He knew all these things about all these different 
thing. Like he knew how he was a pilot and he knew about plumbing because he was actually there when they did indoor plumbing. And so he just, he was like so knowledgeable. And that. But the, there's is like that is good. I like that a but lot. But he lived nine hundred years, so I mean, okay. So you like? Yes, I like that. You like virtues, Renaissance men? I do will. clearly. <laughs> Little did you know when you claimed that you were a virtue that uh, you know that, that was that my was thing. Really, your, <laughs> got your engines running. Yeah. Um. I mean, there was nothing you liked. Mm. You didn't like her. She's kind of quiet and like to read and like to be alone. And like, you know, she needed quiet. I don't know. I mean, you didn't like anything. I just can't believe this. It's such a good book. I was reading. I was like, Peter's going to hate this, but I just still love it. Mm-hmm. I, I knew you wouldn't like it when I was reading it, but. I just, I still liked it. Yeah. Well, and then, and then there was like modern references. They would every once in a while stick like a modern reference. But that, like, but they like, were. You got to think. Like, like I want to go back to TiVo. Like, like they actually said TiVo at some point. During, that's the just, challenge of contemporary. But you got to think I didn't like, like that. Glenna and Blair and Kian were of our time. Or I know, I know. And Fifteen that, years ago, I was. It was too much, too much to deal with. That's oh, one that. thing. That's a challenge of contemporary. When you write contemporary, they get old fast. Well, I just didn't. I, I didn't like the mixing of it. I was like, but that's oh. the whole point. They were all of different times and different worlds, and they could come together and fight because that's what was needed. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have bothered you as much if you had. Read I don't the know. Other light two. and dark. I, it doesn't. It doesn't do that much for me. To be you honest, you don't like that. Pure. I've. I told you in the reef. That's a Nora thing. The in the reef, her villain was this like demonic person who like just variously destroyed his own property because he would have rages. Remember that? Remember he had. There's just a scene in the reef where like. Yeah. He, de- he destroys his own room because he's so. But angry. you don't like great battles of good and evil. No, I actually don't. You know, um, Lord of the Rings. You know that that was like people were really into that they when the movies it, came yeah. out. It was just—I mean, it just goes on and on and on. I—I I like Braveheart. She mentioned Braveheart. Yeah, she did William Wallace and like giving she a met, speech. I remember like—I remember liking Braveheart. I watched that with you. I mean, yeah. sometimes they can be really good, but I. Um, but that's not a thing for you. Whereas that is a just, thing for but me. But it's just entertainment. But good and evil battles, those are like a thing for me. Because you know, the difference between us is I don't want my literature to be too real. I don't want my books to be too real. <laughs> I don't need to talk about the like terrible things that everyday humans do. Like I don't want to read about cheating on your wife or like cheating on your husband or I don't know. I, I don't want to read. Well, why about- would you bring that up as being real? Oh, because I read a book that was supposed to be so good, and that was like. But don't maybe for people who are listening, you may want to say not that that has happened in our relationship. I wasn't suggesting it. 
Well, you're just like, I want him to be okay, real, like, and you just talk about cheating. I don't know why you bring <laughs> well, that because up. because I read this book, The Paper Palace, and the woman, like, ends up cheating because she, like, missed the opportunity to be with her, this other person that she maybe liked. It was unclear. And I don't, like, basically, I don't like to read about real bad things. I like to read about, like, ultimate good and evil and like there are clear sides and there are heroes Mm -hmm. and it's like in the end the good wins that's what i want i don't want this exploration of how all people are good and bad that's real life that's hard enough in real life that's not what i want to (laughs) read and this is good and evil so that's why you don't like it because it's like Good and evil, and that's the whole point. I don't know if that's the whole point. I mean, you, for example, were a Holocaust educator at one point. Mm-hmm. And isn't a big theme in Holocaust that it could happen in any society? Yeah, I this mean. sort of hate and prejudice mm-hmm. and that sort of like, and the escalation that happens. Yeah. Well, you were teaching that in school. But that's still e- good and evil, and there's, like, clear but, evil, and how do people triumph over But the whole evil? point is that we could be those people if we're not vigilant. Yes, and I w- now worry about that more than ever. Well, so there you but go. But, you know, I was teaching the last year I ever taught the is it, Holocaust. Is it really helpful to then, have somebody who's, like, so bad that they don't resonate as human? Yes. You think that's a good thing? It's a fine thing. You think that's a good thing? For literature, for reading, yes. For entertainment. I read to for escape. escapism. People read for reasons. I know enough about the world. I read to escape. <laughs> I have always you know read to escape. <laughs> I want like heroes and like big stories and people are just going to like be together no matter the odds. That's what I want. I have always read to escape. That's what you say, yet your favorite romance novel is Mormon. Hmm. But it's still like a triumph hmm. over. It's hmm. still a triumph. Hmm. Very interesting. Yet Mormon's your favorite. And Mormon had t- love interests who both married someone else in the romance novel. Well, that is true. And got divorced. That is the worst part. And then part. got together. That's the worst part of the novel. Why is that the worst? Because that's just too much complication. But it's your favorite. But it's you, we've still... Read, no other novel has had the protagonist marry other people <laughs> and then get together in the end. I'm sure we'll find one at some point. No. No, it has not happened. Because I don't and want it's your it. Favorite. I don't like it. <laughs> the... the Dissonance. But that is still the cognitive dissonance no, in your it's argument not, it's is still completely good and evil, and the good people end up winning out. Like Caitlin and Stephen, Caitlin and Stephen, Kathleen and Stephen are like the good. They are no matter the challenges and the difficulties in life, they belong together and they will be together and. They're good. Like that's the thing. They are good. I don't I don't want to read about people that are kind of bad, kind of good. I like to read about good people fighting over bad people. That's what I like. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Maybe that makes me simple. Even the bad people in Mortman, you saw redeeming qualities. Mm, did you? Laszlo? The guy, the guy in the mine who, who like. Yeah, but got what about Laszlo, scarred? the woman or the man that Catalan married? Nothing good about him. He was terrible. He was a monster. What about the guy that beat Zoltan's hands to a pulp? Bad, all bad. But you saw the background why they were that way. You saw. Like, I mean, some I, but you saw reasons. why Lilith. you saw motivations behind it. So you saw that even the worst of the worst in those novels had yeah, but some to human that qual- argument, had some human qualities to Lilith them. had Lilith had some a, a back a backstory that was just like she liked being raped is what happened. That's her backstory. She decided she liked being raped. Well, she... And then she was just going to rape other people. But she was heartbroken. And so then... But that's not so a reason. You see these Everybody's and heartbroken she did care about people once in their because life. Because she cared about Lara, her, the woman, and she cared about Davy. And you saw her, like... <laughs> oh, now you're trying sadness. to... Sadness. No, she's, she's a monster. Well, they had to make her one because they were going to kill her. Do you want your heroes killing someone that you think is good? No. That wouldn't work. So you didn't think anything was romantic? I mean, they... First of all, I guess there was a kiss that happened before the novel started. Yeah, in the second one. So I missed their first spark of romance. And maybe this has been building. It has. But basically, she just like comes in and is like, Bang me, please. No, they kissed before. Even in this novel, there was a kiss. Yes, she makes him kiss. And he saves her life. So you can't forget that. Yes. So there was things that happened. He did save her life. But then she's just like, I don't want to die a virgin. (laughs) Please show me all your stuff. I mean, would you have wanted to? Die a virgin? Yeah. Of course not. Right. So you can understand that human impulse. What about you? No. Oh, so you would have wanted to learn about the art of seduction. I would have come to you and said, (laughs) I have to before I die. I might die. Yes. I mean, okay, fine. That's kind of not new. That's like something that's been done. She's repeating, but. Oh, it has been done? That's a a thing? Don't you feel like it is? Well, I feel like it's a thing in a lot of romance novels that like. The woman feels obligated, so like takes away the moral. But question. she didn't feel obligated. Well, she feels obligated by the fact that she might die. But she didn't feel obligated. You can't say it was the same as these other novels. I mean, she knew what she wanted, and she went well, after. I it. mean, it's, and people it's questioned like it, Lord and she Saint said, "No, Vincent. I want to do." It's it. like Lord Saint no. Vincent, like. She, she wasn't. She being felt a- obligated, but she could also she could also have chosen not to. Mary but him. that wasn't the same. She was the queen. She was leading her people into battle. She wanted to get busy. She chose the person that she wanted mm-hmm. and went after him. Mm-hmm. There was no obligation in Yeah, that. I will say that that was unique to this novel. Right. I thought maybe you would like that, that you got rid of the whole, like, forcing the man is the one in control. Yeah. That was, it was an interesting twist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, see, there's something for you. <laughs> but that's not what we were talking about. 
Yeah, I asked you if there's anything romantic. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying, like, she is attracted to him because of his seductive qualities. I will say the one thing that bothered me. I'm not sure there was like a deep, like esoteric connection. But there. but then she comes upon him while he's playing music. Right. And that's before they've ever done anything. Uh-huh. And she sees him in a different way. Mm-hmm. In his he's vulnerable at that point. It's mm-hmm. more of who he is mm-hmm. than the the like mask he wears and it's true. everyday life. Mm-hmm. So she was seeing parts of him leading up to. Is that important? I mean, I think so, don't you? You yeah. need to see other parts of the person. The vulnerable parts. I mean, I think vulnerability matters. Yeah. I know you don't really think that. You don't like to be vulnerable, and you don't think that like women want men who are vulnerable. Well, no, I, th- I think they want them to be vulnerable to them. Yeah. But not anywhere else <laughs> in their sphere of life. You know, like she's attracted to 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 him in this novel. In as far as he will be vulnerable with her, but not in battle. She doesn't want him being vulnerable in battle and taking Well, risks. she doesn't want to be vulnerable herself in battle. I'm just I mean saying they are having to be warriors. Vulnerability has its limits, is all I'm saying. Well, I mean, it's a war. I mean, they're basically at war. Yes, she wants him to open up. She wants it. That's yes. like very common. She wants him to open up and talk to her and and be with her be as with her. he really is, and mm-hmm. not put on like this air of not caring. Right. So anyway, I mean, so nothing, nothing in there you liked. There was no pink highlights or whatever color you put for something you well, like. I put a pink highlight around the word seduction. He knew he could have her if he put any of that effort into seduction. She was young and innocent and curious and therefore very susceptible. So, like, there is this sense that seduction is is what this vampire represents. Like, the art of seduction, he knows right. exactly what a woman will want, when, he'll, when she'll want it, how she wants it, in the moment. And it's and it was proved true, what, three, four times? How many times did they do it in the novel? Plenty. But no, because she, it flipped it because he didn't seduce her. She came and put the moves on him. She yes, he may had have, skills. But he had but something. that's not the same. He some, had skills. He had a magnetism that she her, was attracted not to. Not for everyone. Yeah, she even says she's like her first kiss with somebody else. Like it was a guy who got killed, right? And that, like, she talks about other men of her community, of her kingdom. And she's like, you know, she's not attracted to them. No, only to him. Correct. But they're meant to be. Of course. I'm not arguing that they weren't meant to be. All I'm saying is she. She is attracted to him for his seductive qualities. She even comes to him and, like, basically says, I want to learn how to do it and enjoy it. And I think you're the one to tell me this. 
and show me this. Uh, it's not so cold as like I want to learn. It's that she wants she, that's, him. That's, oh my she god! Wants to be I'm sure with I've got him. it highlighted in here. But she wants to be with him. She is thinking about him. It's not just like a cold. Like I want to go learn. Mm-hmm. Well, she wants him, but she also. When she comes to him, she says, I'm going to die. I might die, and I don't want to die a virgin. Yeah, so I'm not going to deny my feelings for you any longer. Right. That's different. Mm-hmm. He feared that, feared the end of her, where she would be beyond him, where she would go to a place he couldn't see or touch. Lilith would have taken one last thing from him with that arrow, one last thing that he could never regain. For he'd lied to his brother. He had loved a woman despite his best or worst intentions. He loved the new crowned king, queen of Gaul. Gaul? Gel? Guile. Guile. So I asked you for pinks. You told me you didn't like that. Was that was a blue. I know. Well, I mean, come on. Do, do you have to I say didn't I mind love that. you? I liked it. And then, like, CD players or cable radio or any such thing. I didn't like the constant reference to, like, modern things. I didn't like it. Okay, fine. Took me out of the story. Well, we'll just be done with this one then because I don't need you to critique it so much. (laughs) Let's see. Is there any pink highlight? Oh, here's a pink highlight. I can't wait. He sat, put his arm around her, stroked her hair when she rested her head on his shoulders. I feel better that I've told you. It was kind of you to piss me off so I would, any time. Oh, you like that because you think that's what you do. You're like, yes, that's my kind of, I don't know, comfort or... Mm-hmm. I, well, you, you did say you fell in love with me because I challenged you. Yeah, well... You did say that. I mean... Did you not? I I suppose I did at one point in our life, and you have never let me forget it. Yeah. Here's another pink highlight. Dangerous enough when you're dealing with a human. When a vampire's control snaps, things die. You'd never hurt me. You love me. His face went carefully blank. Sex rarely has anything to do with... <laughs> you like that? You got a laugh out of you. I think you reading it aloud is making me laugh. Oh. Here's another pink highlight. I've got plenty of pink See? highlights. See? So maybe you could think positive. Have an asset-based perspective. I came in asking you to teach me what I'm supposed to get out of this novel. That's a very asset-based. No, that is not. I've made a study of you. Now she smiled a little, looking up into his eyes. I'm a good study. And added to it, you're inside my heart now. You're inside me, so I know. I haven't earned you, he said quietly. That occurs to me now. I haven't earned you. I'm not a wage or a prize. I wouldn't care to be earned, she opened the door to her setting room. Yeah, see, isn't that romantic? Yeah, I actually that's the best thing is like that she is um 
very strong in her opinion. She reminds me of you a little bit, like very strong in that sense, like with her convictions. Yeah. That's good. And it's like it's not something to be earned. And that's not normal. That's like a lot of romance novels sort of like the woman's like is a prize to be earned and there are like fights to be had over the woman and like (laughs) it's kind of annoying. Um, And then poems by Yeats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have that. And I've got this in blue. Interesting. I'm afraid you'd find your countrymen sadly lacking. He says this like a couple of times that after being with him, no other man. How will many ever... times have you said to me, I'm a great lover? Don't you? That's the same idea. Like, oh, I'm so good. Do you deny it? I don't. Well, okay. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that is not out of the realm of possibility. But you married me. This is before they're even married. I wasn't telling you I was a good lover. <laughs> we were well, still they're, courting. They're like dying. They're like on the verge of death. They're facing mm-hmm. a massive battle. So they're in a different. Yeah. But it's not that far. <laughs> courting. We were courting. She'd curled up against him. A cat who'd slapped every, who'd lapped up every drop of cream. He would, he was sure, berate himself later for what he'd done. But for now, he was content to wallow a bit. I didn't know it could be like that, she murmured. So enormous. Being so well endowed, (laughs) I've likely ruined you for anyone else. I didn't mean the size of your pride, as you called it. Laughing, she looked at him and saw <laughs> You enjoyed that? Is that blue? <laughs> That's blue. <laughs> that almost feels like something that would really be said. That type of like, <laughs> mis- like deliberate misunderstanding. Yeah. So I don't know why that's blue for you. I don't know why this is blue. Huh. Oh, this is where, remember when you came in and you were like, why are you laughing? Because she's actually, Lilith is actually fighting Myra. And then he, uh, what do you call him? Kian? Uh-huh. Kian. Comes in on a stallion. Literally comes in on a stallion. Well, they're at war. On his stallion's back, Kian rode slowly forward as if time had stopped. You'll never touch her again. <laughs> it's just a lot of corny stuff But like that's that. like a battle. They're in the I middle know. of battle. Corny is okay. Yeah. And then the locket literally saves him. Stops the arrow. What did you think about that? I mean, that's great. You know how that is. You didn't highlight that in blue, did you? No. I was going to say, like, you got to have a little romance in your soul Mm -hmm. for the locket to save him. Mm. And it's the magic. It's, you know, there's magic. And it doesn't have to have, I mean, I'm sure it probably has another meaning, but it also can just be magic. That's true. 
Yeah, I mean, those were the main ones. I mean, I've got some other yellow one highlights. What does yellow even mean? Yellow is, are like things we could discuss at some point, but I feel like we've we've probably done, done enough, a, done a good good job of discussing the novel. I think people will have an idea. Of I mean, I feel like you need to read it again. <laughs> no, I'll never <laughs> read it again. I won't read any other in this series. I don't like it. I don't think you should reward authors who use terrible, terrible traumas that are like, because I actually imagine them. I imagined the family on vacation while yeah, she's going too. and slaughtering and it's people. horrific. Yeah. And then just to further the plot that it doesn't really have any purpose other than to say she's a bad woman. I'm like, eh. Well, not, not so much. It matters because your heroes are going to fight her and kill her and vanquish her. We have to know she's bad. She was already bad. She didn't need to slaughter a family. I and know then, what she really and then like really engage seen? in child abuse and pedophilia. I just didn't feel like that was really like something I needed to really <sighs> okay, fine. dip I'm my toe I'm not going to share Nora with you anymore. Just because I didn't like her vampire novel doesn't mean I don't like Nora. I thought her first one was very good. Yeah, well, that's... It's your favorite. If it's your favorite, I have to find a reason to like it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to show you any more Noras because I don't need Maybe I'll have to, to do my own research then. Critique my Noras. Clearly you I'm won't because you just said I'm you won't even read them. I'm becoming quite the connoisseur of romance novels. I don't no, know if you know you this You read me. them to dislike them. It's not true. Not I like a bunch of them. You have liked like three of them. No, I've liked more than three Four. of them. I liked Poston's, right? Didn't I like Ashley's? The modern dead romantics, yes. Modern romance. I liked the two 19th century romance novels that we read. Yes, Jane Eyre and Pride and Prejudice. I liked yeah. Mortman. Okay, so you liked five, and then you liked Georgie all along. I'm sure I liked others liked too. Five. If I went through the whole list, I'm. Sh- I liked the one um, that was like a Lord Saint Vincent that I said was better than your favorite one. <sighs> yes, because it had music in it, and they met and fell in love with the music. I said it wasn't bad anyway. Yeah. So only you've only said Georgie all along. The Nigerian, Maybe the Nigerian one, I didn't mind. Thought it was kind of interesting. Didn't mind. I I liked the one with the scene where she comes out of the shape <laughs> shapewear. You like, liked that scene, like yes, a Pillsbury dough. I know. I, I know. One. Yes. Well, I'm going to share romance with you, just not Nora, because I don't need this. Oh, baby. So Nora is all, feel judged. You won't your... be getting any Nora anymore. You probably wouldn't like That's a privilege. Shaq Talks Back. Or oh, no. Most, I, of, my, most of the stuff most you... Of my most of my Cormac McCarthy. That's why. You wouldn't most like... Most of the stuff you, you wouldn't like read Augustine's so, Confessions, Most of the you? stuff you like is so dark and terrible, and the people are bad. Not Shaq Talks Back, obviously. And they do terrible things, and there's all kinds of terrible stuff happening. Yet you think they're great literature. Yet in Nora, it's like, no. I don't know. That's not true. If it gets too dark, like Jersey Kaczynski, then I don't like it, and I think it's terrible. Hmm. We'll see. I mean, I like Faulkner, so, but that's not so dark. Uh, this is way darker than there's no pedophilia and slaughtering of families in 
Not there are no vampires. Absalom, Absalom. There are no vampires. Yeah, but your terrible things are even more real. I mean, these are vampires in this story that are doing these terrible things. Even my favorite author, modern author, Tom Franklin, who wrote a novel called- Oh, his stuff has all kinds of- Well, his one that caught that was Smunk. It's called Smunk. It's like very not his most popular novel. Because he was like just a disgusting, terrible, loathsome person. And so that was too much. I would agree. I mean, I'd never have liked gratuitous I know. You're very – you don't like – you're very sensitive. You don't like like a lot of darkness. Well, I just don't – I just don't like like stuff that seem – for the same reason you don't like it. Yeah, but I don't mind things like this because this is not real. I don't know, but then she like sets a scene that's like a real family and like Yeah, I mean okay, I will agree. So it's a that vam- was horrifying. So it's a vampire. And I had forgotten that. That is horrifying. That scene is the worst. They're and like out time- happy on vacation and the dad's like trying to save the kid. Stop. It is terrible. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like the nightmares that I have of like taking a ferry and then Having three kids and not being able to keep them Stop. above water. Okay. Like, I think but about still, stuff okay. like that. That where, yes, you're right. It was, that was horrifying. Right. But I'm still, no more Nora's. Where the mom tries to save the daughter, remember? Their daughter. Okay, I, I agree with you. That was horrifying. Right. But still, the story itself, I mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so I decided fine. I think you block for, stuff out for I think next week. You decide to like something, and you're like, eh, I'm just gonna skim through this part and not really. I mean, I do. I think it. you probably read very differently than me. I don't oh. dwell on the bad part. I'm trying to find what's giving you the little tingle. Okay, but there was no romance in that part. That's for sure. But you're you you're getting. You're finding things romantic, and I want to figure out. Yeah, what but you not that part, so you can just skim that and move on. So next time we're gonna read. I think maybe darkness could be like a crucible for romance. So if things get really bad, you might really want to like have <laughs> a lot of romance. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's if the like you th- if you think I'm gonna die at war or something, I might. I am sure. Have a, a, a romantic day or two with you. I, I am sure you would. Before I go if, off to If battle. I thought you were going off to battle, I'm sure you would have a few romantic days. Yes. Um, so next week, we're going to read Romantic Comedy. It's brand new by mm-hmm. Curtis Sittenfield. Uh, a man? No, it's a woman. Oh. She wrote this book, Prep. And it was well-written, and I hated it because the main characters' neuroses and problems were, like, the same as mine. Like, so horrifying to me. You have neuroses? Like, all of my failings as a human being were captured in this character. So I couldn't even read it. Like, I don't even like thinking about having read that book. It was not a romance. Prep. Prep. Maybe we need to read that one. It's not a romance. Oh, I just, I don't even like the, but I saw she was on the list for like books that came out for romance in our, April. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let's so read what's it. What's it called? Um, I think it's called Romantic Comedy. Okay. And so I said, let's read it because she's a good writer. Mm-hmm. She's a little more like 
not mass market, although she's become very popular. Um, and we'll see. Because, again, like and I said. And if she captured your neuroses, she's probably good at building oh, characterization. That's what I mean. I At least when I read, I've read two of her books. And they're well-written books. Mm-hmm. And they're much more real. They're not fantasy mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, vampires and battles for good and evil. So we're going to try it. But like I said, it, like, make pains me to think about reading prep. Mm. So, so we'll try it. Put that on the it, list. And we'll see. All Romantic right. comedy. Romantic comedy next week. <laughs>